Welcome to the Leadership Update Brief. Today's entrepreneurs and business leaders face change and transition as a constant part of daily life. Inspired by stories of today's military veterans and service members, we embark on a journey to explore their transformations and equip ourselves with new ideas and motivation towards mastering the challenge of working with dynamic and changing environments. Here's the host of the Leadership Update Brief and the guide to your journey, Ed Brixie. Hello and welcome to the Leadership Update Brief on C-Suite Radio. Today, we talk about building platforms and the power of your network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Networking can be one of the most significant success factors in leadership, entrepreneurship, and career transitions. There's a myth that it's what you know, or who knows you. I've learned a long time ago, neither of these things are true in determining success for these areas. It goes beyond who knows you. Success in leadership, success in entrepreneurship, and successful career transactions is about building on, building a network around who trusts you to get the job done. You have to be able to build a strong, robust, and supportive network. Because networking goes far beyond merely showing up an event on Thirsty Thursday, tossing around business cards, asking, so what do you do? It goes past having a snappy answer or elevator pitch to this question. Networking is about building relationships, finding ways to help people out, and in all honesty, expecting nothing in return. Building trust is one of the most challenging things to do. After all, as people, we're predisposed to survival instinct. It all goes back to, is this safe? In today's modern-day life, the threats are much vaguer than, is there a saber-toothed tiger in that gully? So building trust, overcoming this resistance, it takes time, effort, and reaching out. Finding ways to do this is never easy, but curating that tight-knit tribe is essential for our success, even if it is only to have someone to lean on when we're having a bad day, or to find that person to ask that particular poignant or difficult question to. Our interview today is with someone who's a master craftsman of creating platforms and networks. RallyPoint is an online platform where more than 1 million current and former members of the military, supporters, and all, all gather together to discuss military life, share information, and exchange stories and knowledge. Today, we have the great pleasure to speak with David Gowell, CEO of this awesome platform, and a great chance to learn more about his journey, what it's taken to build this awesome network, and where it's going next. You're listening to the Leadership Update Brief on C-Suite Radio. Welcome back to the Leadership Update Brief. I'm thrilled to be here today with Dave Gowell, the CEO from RallyPoint. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dave. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, absolutely. So tell us, RallyPoint is um, definitely one of the, I would say, more successful tech startups here in Boston. I mean, $12 million in seed money already. And what you've created here is something just incredibly unique. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, happy to. And so uh, I guess at a high level, a good way to think about RallyPoint is if you were to take a site like a LinkedIn and a Facebook and put them together and just allow in the military, that's us. So we have about 1.6 million members. Our members have created over 440,000 discussions on our platform. And it's those platform, those discussions that are about military life 
that are tagged and curated by our members so other members can benefit from them. And so that's kind of the, the look and feel of what we have today. And uh, you know, essentially, we help our members to connect to each other and then connect to organizations and partners that can somehow be helpful to them throughout their journey as a service member and veteran. Nice. That's fantastic. So a combination of LinkedIn and Facebook, focusing on the military, what brought you here? So the connection with uh, me personally to the company was I was a, an early advisor. I was uh, teaching at MIT in the ROTC program when I met the founders. Uh, the founders were at Harvard Business School. They were veterans who were getting out of the military. And I was actually teaching veterans how to use LinkedIn better. And one of them, uh, Yanan Weiss, was in a session of mine. He's like, wow, this is a powerful tool. But you know, military service members won't succeed in LinkedIn because it's too different than the military culture. Um, you might see a lot of, uh, particularly officers with good degrees, thriving in the LinkedIn world. But when it comes to existing service members in uniform, talking about military life and getting professional development, that's not, that's not what happens because LinkedIn is a civilian platform and the military is a fringe case for them. Um, what we've grown to is to a platform that basically uh, breaks the silos of military life that you might see in your chain of command, where if you're an E4, you might be reporting to an E5, and that's where you get all your information from. At rally point, you can ask a question that could be answered by people around the world that is cross-branch, cross-generation, uh, cross-rank, Veterans helping uh, service members and veterans even helping recruits who have questions about whether or not the, you know, what the recruiter is telling them is accurate. And so that capability is something that uh, we're very proud that we provide today. And uh, for my own personal connection, it was about uh, four years in after the Rally Point was launched, uh, the founders had asked me to step in and, and lead the business to help go through our next phase of growth. And I'm uh, it, thrilled that uh, I was able to get that chance. No, it's some amazing growth and the benefit of just that wealth of information there, that's that's enormous for veterans, for military members, because we all have different questions. And like you just said, if you just have that immediate superior being the only source of information, there's just a lot of stuff that can get missed or lost in translation or just overlooked. <laughs> so that's an incredible problem to be solving right there. I think with the veterans outlook too, being able to take a look at the, um, I think you said it best in an article that you wrote on LinkedIn a while back was, is helping veterans to understand moving up in the civilian world, the differences in the career progression and how that can help the transition out. That exchange of knowledge a little bit better on the tripping up, the differences in the career progression, where some of your thoughts in there between military and civilian life. Yeah, so that's a great question. It's one that goes to the source of all of our military careers when we first start thinking about it. I think the biggest challenge that people face when they're thinking about joining the military is that because of the current makeup of our military being such a small percentage of our overall uh, population and having that been the case for a long time, when you are thinking about the military, you may not be surrounded by people have served or are serving, or you may never even think to join the military because you don't have that influence. So starting off, anyone who's considering the military has to seek for seek out answers about the truth of what a military career might look like and how to go through that process. So that, that's one thing that I believe 
uh, Rally Point does uh, a tremendous amount of good in for the 39,000 people who have signed up for Rally Point and have identified themselves as someone thinking about getting in the military, asking questions of people that are in it, or in, in particularly veterans who have gone through it and are now in their civilian career is a very valuable thing to do and to think about even before you put on the uniform. That's, that's certainly something that RallyPoint helps with today. When you get in the military, the concept of networking is not something that's advocated. You're not told as an E5 that it's a great thing if you could get in front of the general at the bar at the officer's club. That just that doesn't work. And No, certainly. Whereas conversely, in a little bit frowned upon sometimes. the civilian world, people uh, in big companies often are told to memorize their pitch for the CEO if they happen to find themselves in a in an elevator or something like that, that they have a few moments with a key individual. So networking, not, not taught in the military, and even then selling yourself like you have to in interviews when you become a civilian, well, that's not taught. You just wear your rank, your, your awards, your tabs on your uniform. When you walk into a room, everyone knows who you are and what you've done, where you've deployed, all this information that you actually have to learn to verbalize and then to communicate in a concise way to compel someone to hire you or invest in your business or become one of your customers or all the things that we do in civilian life that just doesn't necessarily work in the military. So, so while you're in the military, we are happy to provide that capability to not only get answers and information, but also to network with people that are beyond that transition point that can help you start thinking about how to behave when you become a civilian and even more so to leverage career skills programs or skills bridge programs that enable you to go work or train in a company that's in the civilian world while you're still on active duty. And finally, I guess the, the, the final part of you know, the, all the, the networking and the um, support that we think our members should provide each other and seek from each other on that point comes during that transition and then while veterans, or while you're a, a veteran. The ability to find people who have served in the military or are serving in the military that know your culture, that know your jargon, and that might just be able to uh, help you think through different things you're considering as a veteran if you move to your home of record where you do, might not have a military base or your spouse's home of record or someplace that's not saturated with the people that have lived in an environment that has, may have defined you throughout your military career. That's certainly an element of the, the networking and the, you know, the mutual uh, peer support that our members provide every day. No, certainly. And it's all those transition, all those changes that throughout the entering into a military career, rising up through the ranks and establishing yourself in that career and then moving on past af- after that. There's so many questions about all of that. There's never a... Sometimes the military is fairly straightforward with career progression. I mean, you need so many points to raise up to E5, go through the board, PT test, marksmanship, any correspondence or courses or education. But after that, in what if you need to change jobs? What if you want to try to get some better duty stations? There's so much just vagueness in some of the best approaches to make those things happen. No doubt. And those are all the, the expected ones. And then another big element of where we as a business work to provide value to our members and our partners is around a lot of the unexpected stuff. So mental health is certainly an issue that we think our currently serving service members have to deal with given the stressful nature of our jobs while we're in uniform. 
But the transition process in and of itself, although no one's likely shooting at you, it is one that is just has a tremendous amount of stress for yourself, for your finances, for your marriage, for your relationships with your kids, through all the different things that define us as people that we have to deal with. Even if you were just transferring from one industry to another as a civilian, well, we have to deal with that transferring from a very different profession to just about anything you would do in civilian life, unless it's tightly confined within a defense contractor or other role so innately tied to military service that it's almost like you don't feel like you're getting out. Well, everyone doesn't want to do that. In fact, a lot of people getting out of the military are getting out because that type of lifestyle, for whatever reason, is no longer a fit for them. And so one of the things that, again, we as a, as a company believe is important is that we, we think about how we are supporting our members when it comes to, to mental health initiatives. And one of those uh, areas where we've been fortunate to meet success is in partnering with the Department of Veteran Affairs. We regularly share information of, from the VA in a targeted way to our members that we think could benefit from that. Uh, we were named as one of the VA's four suicide prevention partners, along with IBM, CaringBridge, and the Objective Zero Foundation to help leverage our scale and our data and our reach to help people who might be in need. And we've also announced a partnership with the National Center for Veteran Studies out of the University of Utah that is interested in serving, thanks to funding from Boeing, hundreds of veterans who are dealing with challenging PTSD to be able to go to Utah, fully expenses paid, and get treatment over that's been proven reduce PTSD. And, and those are just some of the efforts that we have already underway, you know, ultimately to not just help our members with those predictable elements of progression in uniform and out, but also to expect the unexpected and to know that there will be times and you know, for some people that they, they need uh, treatment and help and resources that, um, you know, that, that may not be predictable. That they weren't briefed on when they were signing up at the recruiting station in their hometown. And that's an additional area where we're excited that we think that we could bring a lot of value to our members and we already are today. No, certainly. It's a great form of just organizational learning. I think when you structure a military operation and you're going through all the different practice houses, practice rounds and the glass houses, the sand tables, you're try you're constantly looking at things on this scenario basis there's always more what if this happen what if this happens or what what do we do in this situation and i think rally point provides that group learning environment that veterans service members people who are interested in going into the service can all bounce these ideas around where suddenly you have this much more just robust and holistic picture of what this sort of a career looks like or what this sort of a transition looks like or how some of the best practices coming out and it's you, nobody winds up reinventing the wheel coming out of that. I agreed. And a cool thing about rally point too, is that there are having been a Lieutenant myself uh, back in the day, there are a lot of stupid Lieutenant questions that you kind of don't necessarily want to ask all the time, especially in front of a lot of people, you know, and if you go on rally point and you create a profile and you start asking one of those questions, just typing it in, there's a good chance it'll pop up and it'll pop up with someone else asking it and a bunch of other people answering it so that you don't even need to expose the gap of knowledge that you have if you don't want to. So that it's a more comfortable environment 
And furthermore, you can reach out to the person who did ask the question and say, hey, I see you got all this advice, one-to-one you know, -one message. Can you tell me how it worked out? Or you can do that publicly. And then you can reach out to all the other people who have asked, who have given advice to that question asker and say, hey, I see you helped this person out in the past. I could use uh, some, some advice. And although on RallyPoint, you'll find the ability to talk in public groups, we don't allow private groups things like the Marines United scandal occurring, we do expect that our members mm -hmm. are going to be uh, professional or they're going to treat each other with respect. But we do allow them to message each other one-to-one -one in a private way. So that way, if they want to take something offline and get advice, they can. So that's uh, an area where we help our members there. Nice. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's tough because you want to balance that. I mean, there's so many scandals and everything else that come across Facebook, and the military is always just seems to be a hotbed for anything like that. It's so quick to go viral and disparage the service. So trying to provide and make sure that, again, people stay, keep it on that professional level is extremely important. Fully agreed. Uh, we, we sense that the warfighter culture is one that has a lot of people who have dealt with many things, likely much more stressful than most civilians could even imagine. And Although we are a conduit for them to talk, if they take a combative stance, we, we do allow uh, the ability for our members to get pulled back a little and notified if they are being uh, out, of, out of line. We typically say that if it wouldn't work in formation, it probably won't work in rally point. So we do treat our members in a way where we let them talk about things they want, as long as it doesn't cross those lines of racism or anything that you know, attacks another member. To be professional, just like if you're standing in front of your first sergeant. No, absolutely. It's keeping that professional basis. It's important because, again, when we're talking about things like mental health, when we're talking about things like combat stress, and it's easy for some of these conversations to get a little bit out of hand. And then sometimes there's just a certain amount of chest thumping that just it just takes away from the professional credibility of any of these organizations. It does. We've got lots of members from every conflict, from every rank. Uh, 11% of Rally Point is female. We're very similar to the, the military in a lot of respects with demographics. 90% of our platform is enlisted. And we also welcome civilian supporters to join. Civilian supporters, if, if they are unable to sign up as a veteran and verify their veteran or military service, they don't have some of the protections that uh, a verified service member or veteran will have on their communications in terms of, you know, you can, if you're an active duty service member and you verify, you can say that you don't want anyone but another active duty service per member to see your name when you communicate. So you might, someone might see your answer and see that you're a verified sergeant in the army, but they won't be able to drill into your profile. So we have a very broad group of individuals in Rally Point. Really just about anyone can join, uh, but certainly it is those service members and uh, veterans uh, who are the core of our member base you know, that we work every day to support in whatever way we can. Nice. Now, it's some fantastic news in what you guys are putting together. What's next for Rally Point? What do you see coming down the pipe and developing for this community and to continue this awesome mission that you guys have? Yeah, I think one of the big things I mentioned earlier around the mental health piece in our relationship with the Department of Veteran Affairs has really opened up our aperture to recognizing just how unique our, our platform is. And when we think about our mission to help all members of the military community lead more successful and fulfilling lives, 
We're excited to be working with the VA on doing just that. And we do believe that there is a lot of good we can do to the challenges faced by veterans who commit suicide, those facing with PTSD. We can enable them in a geographically focused, in a generationally focused way to access resources that are going to be most impactful for them based on the success stories of other service members, veterans, and family members like them who have used those resources and are talking about it freely and eagerly on Rally Point. And so to help our members navigate that sea of goodwill that's out there, particularly when it comes to veteran mental health, that's something that we are already underway and pursuing and delivering on. And we expect that to only grow in the, in the coming years. Excellent. Excellent. And for any veterans out there or civilian supporters, what's the best way for them to sign up and find themselves on this platform? Just go to rallypoint.com, create your profile and start to navigate the site just like you would a Facebook, LinkedIn or other online social network. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, David. I appreciate your time on the call here today. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate you having me. You're listening to the Leadership Update Brief on C-Suite Radio. million members, 440,000 conversations. RallyPoint is the starting point for veterans networking and building knowledge. Because building this knowledge is the ultimate key to our success. But knowledge is hard won and goes far beyond what can simply be learned through our studies. Actual knowledge, real knowledge is shared experiences. It's finding and understanding the gaps and knowing how to fill them. It starts with asking good questions to competent people. The two hardest parts of doing this are, first, finding the right people, and second, having the guts to ask the question. Thank you, David, for helping to provide a solution to both of these challenges through RallyPoint. Military members, veterans, supporters, be sure to check out rallypoint.com and sign up and join this awesome service. Thank you all for listening. I welcome your comments. You can find me on social media, both Twitter and Facebook at BlueCordMGMT. If you missed our last episode, we had our mail call. Be sure to check it out for answers to your questions about entrepreneurship and leadership and submit any more for our next episode, our next mail call episode to mailcall at leadershipupdatebrief.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, your favorite podcast service. And as always, we're available on C-Suite Radio at c-suitenetwork.com. Thanks again. I look forward to continuing our journey soon. Have an awesome day. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. As a loyal fan of the C-Suite Radio show, I've got an incredible offer for you. Listeners to this podcast get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You will have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.